Well, folks, it is going to be a barn burner today. Buckle up, everyone, because we have three incredible guests, and I've long had them. uh, A lot of people have asked for them to come back on the program, and I'm really excited about this show today, and it's going to be one for the record books. By the way, for the new listeners, they came on one year ago, so we're celebrating the new year in style. 2022 is proven to be a crazy year. I'll never forget, by the way, I'll give you a hint here. This man coined an incredible phrase. He's been on my show a long time, and it was this, a shot in the arm, a shot in the head. Either way, you end up dead. And by the way, it's time for me to update the 2014 Steve colloquialisms. Gee, I wonder if I gave you a hint. It is the one and only Steve Quayle joins me with two other amazing powerhouses. It is the one and only Mike Adams, the health ranger. He needs no introduction. And for those living under a rock, it is the one and only Amerigeddon creator, Gary Haven from Texas, who you've heard him the Haiti stuff. All my listeners know he is. Really, these men need no introduction. And we are off to the races here, folks. You know, I was reading a headline this morning and I felt like It was Twilight Zone meets Zombie Apocalypse meets 1984 meets Brave New World Order, I guess. It's incredible what's happening even in the churches. We've got the church requiring now vaccination passports. We've got incredible things happening. The reactor rods are all going off at the same time. I'm going to start with uh, Mike Adams, by the way, but, you know, Bob, the pervert Saget rhymes with, well, I won't say that on air. We, he dropped dead just after bragging about his booster. Young athletes are dropping dead faster than Michael Moore can chow down a Big Mac. Meanwhile, people are suddenly dying unexpectedly in the media's gaslighting the public, pretending it's some sort of conspiracy to point this out. What in the pits of hell is this operation villainized, vilified? They're losing control of the narrative. And uh, what's her face, by the way, Mike, Gary and Steve, she said, oh, yeah, by the way, the masks don't work this morning and the vaccines are ineffective and really well. Welcome to the party. And Fausti, the biggest mass murder on the planet, with the exception of Gates of Hell, says, yeah, it's probably not a good idea to isolate the people. Rand Paul hammered him this week. But oh, look, nothing to see here because the rapture is coming and oh, look, the Kartrashians have a new show launching. I mean, Mike Adams, I'm going to kick it to you and you can you can uh, throw it to Stephen Gary. But listen, I mean, this is incredible. I was reading that the U.S. Army to begin formal training to fight American patriots all while I'm reading some of your stuff on your headlines. And I'm thinking, Mike, are we living? I, I don't, there's got to be a word for it. Only Steve Quayle is going to help us out because I've got a quote. Justin Fuhrer is coming around, lining us up. They want to go now door to door mandated like Mussolini by decree, a fourth lockdown, a fifth booster. I mean, look at this headline on natural news today. Mike, do you feel like you're living in a zombie apocalypse meets twilight zone meets satire sites? I don't know even what to say. Meets uh, escape from LA and escape from New York uh, as well. But yeah, thanks for having me on. It's great to join these other uh, amazing people here, Gary and Steve. I'm honored to be here. But look, this whole thing has been a blueprint. So if you go back to July of last year, Jen Psaki of the White House said publicly, you can see the videos online, that they're going to have strike forces or strike teams 
go into the communities to enforce the vaccines. And then you go fast forward to September of last year, and the state of Washington was putting out help wanted ads for strike team coordinators. And these were on the job boards. And, you know, we have the screen captures and everything, and they were going to be used to to man the quarantine camps or the concentration camps, uh, we call them. And then now we have the proposed new law in Washington uh, proposed by a Democrat. And again, this is a timeline. It's just like clockwork. They've had the blueprint for years. They rehearsed it all in event 201. They're just rolling out the rehearsal. Okay, we're living in a rehearsed reality that they're just making live. The bill is WAC 246-100, and it would authorize armed health officers to medically kidnap anybody at gunpoint, rip people out of their homes, take them away from their families by simply declaring them to be at risk, even if they're not infected and show no symptoms. And then they can be taken to these involuntary, you know, isolation camps, quarantine camps. I I think Steve will agree. These are death camps. That's what they're going to do with these. They're going to be death camps. And what they're doing is this is this is genocide. They're trying to get rid of all their political enemies by using health as the cover. So they will say, well, all these Christians and these Trump supporters and these Second Amendment people, they sure look unhealthy to us. They're filthy, dirty people. Take them to the camps. And that is all being put into place right now. Unless it is stopped, that's what they will do. They will exterminate their political enemies right here in America, Holocaust level uh, mass death is coming if we don't stop it. So there you go, Sheila. Gary, go ahead, and then you can throw it to Steve. You know, the, the northern provinces of Australia, that's a, that's what they refer to as a state there, uh, just made vaccines mandatory for people to go to work. So it's it's not difficult to see where this thing is coming. Uh, you know, Sheila, I'm glad you asked the question and you started the interview in this way today. We tend to talk so much about all the different COVID lies, COVID and transmission and so forth. I think people are weary of that. And it actually adds to the confusion to continue to bring all that stuff up, as important as it is. We need to focus now on what's in front of us and what we can do about it. We had some huge breakthroughs with Malone and his interview the other day with Joe Rogan. And, and of course, he's done some great interviews with Mike as well. And he's really talking about who's behind all of this, about globalism and the powers that be and the Great Reset. And uh, I think our audience is made up of, of certainly the 20 percent of us that are that are awake. It's not made up of the 30 percent of us that are COVIDians. But here's who we're really talking to. It's the other 50 percent of the people that are not part of the cult, but that are simply compliant and not thinking. And those are the people that we can reach. I know that that I've been frustrated that uh, how do you wake people up? And, and certainly the, the 30% of the COVIDians, you don't. They're hopeless. But the good news is that half the people I think are reachable. And the evidence is so strong with Malone talking about uh, the vax not working and, and Peter McCullough and some really incredible people out there uh, bravely speaking up. And then, of course, the evidence, you know, the majority of people hospitalized today have been vaxxed. So obviously it doesn't work. Uh, people are dying in such numbers now. You know, Mike wrote about the uh, insurance agency that uh, had a 41% increase in deaths between the 18 and 64-year-olds as opposed to last year. So as this evidence becomes irrefutable, uh, uh, we're going to see these 50% move, and they're going to move in our direction. And, you know, the fact that we're probably 20% now is a good start. You know, the American Revolution started on, I think, 3% of the population in America. 
So we got a good start on this and the evidence is coming. The problem is they know that this is coming and they're going to do the next thing. And Mike and Steve and I are in agreement on this. And it's looking like now it's going to be the hemorrhagic fever that has broken out in, in China and, and appears to have broken out in the U.S. Steve? Well, yeah, and I think that's really important. First and foremost, the Wuhan virus was a bioweaponized construct. It's coming out, at, you know, more and more. Uh, Shen Ping, it's a real guy in China, member of the Chinese Communist Party, said with their bioweapon, they defeated the United States. And the hemorrhagic fever, which is of the, the phyloviruses, Ebola, and uh, some of the different strains, there, there are a lot of different hemorrhagic fevers, like CCHF, which is Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever. The thing that's really, I think, underlying everything is the fact that they're not getting the public fear level they want. So they're going to bring up something that's even more deadly. And let's face it, when people start seeing blood flowing from different orifices, that's what happens. I'm being told right now, Gary, Mike, and Sheila, that there are 6,500 cases in the United States, and those people aren't in quarantine. And so the, the powers that be are allowing them to go through the land. And one of the words I coined, Sheila, was infectons, people who are totally infected with some of the most deadly diseases, biologically engineered to have a not only a rate of infection, but a time to uh, showing their symptoms. And these people are out loose. So what I'm saying, bottom line, is the fact that they are going to release something that's so horrible. And I'm pretty up on the uh, whole Ebola thing, because years ago, when I wrote Breathe No Evil, and then following with hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of hours on bioweaponization and viral uh, composites, meaning Ebola pox, uh, the different uh, combination viruses that most people didn't know, mouse pox, the doomsday viruses. And I believe you guys, and I know you would do too, that they want maximum fear. And Gary, one of the things that's interesting is Sheila and Mike, you'll appreciate this. One of the strongest Bible passages is that Jesus saying men's hearts will fail them for looking for fear, for looking after those things coming upon the earth. And the whole way that the COVID narrative is going is scaring people into compliance. And what's one of the main signs of that fear? They're dropping dead of heart attacks. Men's hearts failing them for fear, for looking after those things which are coming in there, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Now, the powers of heaven, that's kind of lost on most people. That's talking about what, Mike, you call the demons, what, Gary, you and I call the demons. These are the very, if you will, the fallen ones and the authority they have over the earth, and they're on a crash course because it says, woe unto you and happens to the earth, because the devil has come down knowing his time is short, having great wrath. We're seeing the extinction protocols. And by the way, I would like to thank you, Gary, and Mike for participating in that, because that was the most important, the most well-attended uh, conference that Gen 6 ever put on. And people are still blown away by it. So, you know, the thing is, this is not a normal time. This is not a normal period. The globalists, the Luciferian, the elitists, the Satanists have all pulled out all stops. They're going for it. And when you take the Deagle report, and then with this, I'll turn it back to you, Mike. But when you take the Deagle report, that 250 million people are going to be dead for the year 2025. And John Deagle was a Rockefeller henchman. He's dead now. But the point is, you can see as we're coming into this time period, we're so much volatility. And by the way, my numbers, I'm being told 
200,000 people a month are dying. And the cell phone records, you guys, are interesting because I know somebody who can get me the cell phone. They did. They said 1.2 million cell phones during the last two years were taken offline due to being crooked, stolen, or whatever. 12 million were taken off periodically during those two years because they didn't pay the bills. But the ones that were taken out of service who did not have bill issues, they just checked one uh, source against the other, uh, was about 5 million. Well, if you take 200,000 times you know, 24, you come up with 4.8 million people. We're literally at the point now where all of their threats to take the world's population down to you know, 500 million, and we'll talk about it later, but uh, nuclear war seems to be getting ready to build up. But I think the thing that most people forget, you can do with a virus way more damage than you can do even with nuclear weapons. We're now where they are pulling out all stops. And remember this, I don't think people understand the degree of evil now that's in the land and that they will not stop until they kill every man, woman, and child. And this Washington state thing is so heinous that I'm surprised, seriously, you guys, that people aren't marching on that demonic governor, that possessant, who's saying they'll even take five-year-old kids. So you know what they do with the kids. And this is the most horrific, and I, I believe, in our face, probably the second to, to the uh, Australians, what, what did they do? Forcibly inject 23 or 25 million children, Gary? No, 23 yeah. or 25,000. Yeah, so Steve, right. Steve, both Steve and Gary, you, you nailed it when, when you said you talked about the hemorrhagic fever or something along those lines that's going to be released. So when, when people see these stories about the, the concentration camps in Washington state, the reaction I get from mainstream people, normie people is, oh, they would never use those in this environment. Omicron is fading away and so on. And the answer is no, no, no they're going to release something else, something else that's in the Fauci freezer collection that's going to be unleashed. And it's going to be something that is truly deadly, maybe something with a 30% mortality rate so that they can have the fear. I mean, talk about a whole new quantum leap of fear of people dying in the streets, bodies, you know, on CNN, dead people everywhere like we've never seen before. And then they can say, well, now you have to comply. Now we have to take people to the camps if they refuse to be vaccinated. Now you have to show your papers. Now you have to take five, six, seven boosters and so on. So all they've done so far is they've set the stage for this. Once they release the new the new weapon, they can roll out all of it. And one more important point is, Steve, you, you said that your data shows 200,000 deaths per month. Uh, is that in the United States right now? Is that what your data is showing? Yes, that's okay. in the United States. 50 million phones in China went out of service and never came back in. So when you right. hear the Chinese talking about their mortality rate, it was the most, well, forgive me, how do you outlie the biggest liar on the planet, okay? But the phone records there indicated, and what's interesting, you take 5 million or 4.8 against 50, you can see that, uh, you know, the percentage of people dying in the United States is greater than the percentage of Chinese because like, what is it, 1.35 billion people in China? So, you know, yeah. I think it's important and this is the thing. And, you know, Gary, you and I have talked about this at length. And I guess, Sheila, we all have amongst ourselves and pretty much told everybody what's going to happen. I remember saying that I was told by a scientist, and Mike, you got the, let's just say this, you got the information I did almost 18 months ago. And that was when yeah. was the, my source was saying there's 46 slots to COVID-19, the bioweapon. 
And then that after that was going to come the hemorrhagic fever. Do you remember that? I, I do. And at, the, and at the point that this has failed, they've lost this argument on COVID-19. And the fact that Fauci, I call him Fausti, based on the play by Goethe, Mephistopheles, who is the devil. Faust is a doctor, interestingly enough, who sells his soul to the devil and then tries to get out of the bargain at the end of his life. The, the bad news is he can't do it. So why is this man, and I call him an entity because I do not believe he's totally human, uh, and Mike, you and I have talked about that, is basically killing more people on a global scale. Because again, when you add in the gain of function and all the different financing going on to the, not only the Wuhan biolab, but there's a whole bunch of other biolabs in the world, the idea of global genocide and population annihilation, it will put, in my opinion, Fausti as the greatest mass murderer of our day. Oh, no, no, no question. Let me just add some numbers. I'll turn it over to Gary and uh, I apologize, Gary. But uh, remember that the number you mentioned, Gary, the 41% increase in total mortality in the age group of 18 to 64 comes out of life insurance companies. That's third quarter data from 2021. Let's remember that fourth quarter data is going to be obviously a lot worse. And remember that in America right now, 7,700 people die per day, normally pre-COVID. I believe we're going to start, we're going to get to numbers that are 300% higher than normal death rates, which means a multiple of 7,700. Let's estimate 25,000 Americans dying per day per day in America. Now it's going to take some time for that to unfold, but you've got the, the cardiovascular damage, you've got the neurological damage, the cancers that are being grown, the uh, double strand repair mechanism suppressed by the spike protein and so on. But folks, we're, we're going to see 25,000 Americans dead per day before this is over. So I just want to add that, Gary. Yeah. And you know, the, you, you have the mortician, it has a funny last name, Looney. Uh, in, in the UK, who's been shouting from the rooftops about uh, the excess deaths, particularly with children, that's been going on. So, yeah, this is th this is clearly coming. You know, I, uh, I have a personal relationship with Rand Paul. I spent three days with him in Colorado last March, and I'm the one who taught Rand Paul about Fauci funding the gain of function. And I really had to spend quite a bit of time with him to get it, get it to sink in. And of course, you saw what he did when he went back to Washington and went after him. And I love Rand, and, and I'm on Ron Paul's advisory board, so I'm, I'm close to the family. But as physicians, they all have this uh, trance that they're under. And that's the term that, that Peter McCullough uses. And they just uh, are unable to overcome the trance of, of their medical education and come to the full reality of what's going on right now. And I've really been frustrated with Rand because uh, he knows that Fauci funded and directed the, the development of a bioweapon. And of course, they finished it off in Wuhan, but it was developed in Winnipeg, the university there uh, to, at the uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Galveston, uh, uh, UT. And the, the evidence of all the patents on each component of the virus uh, or the bioweapon, excuse me, uh, is, is been documented at the U.S. Patents Office. So there's, it's clearly, it, there's no question this was a bioweapon. There's no question that Fauci guided the process, was credited with the creation of it uh, in, in several of the issues of uh, Nature Medicine magazine. And, and yet, you know, he's, not only is he on television and still claiming to be a leader of this whole thing, rather than being arrested, not just for 
crimes against humanity, but also for treason, because he, he finished the product under the auspices of the communist uh, Chinese army. And yet, my friend Rand, you know, he wants to put Fauci in jail for lying to Congress. Well, that is far short of what we need to be, to be doing right now. And this is a fact that a lot of people have to wrap their heads around. If they developed one bioweapon and successfully launched it onto the world, you know, it was, certainly wasn't an accidental release. It's ridiculous to even assume that now. When you look at all of the things that were laid out ahead of time, all the coordination against with 193 nations as an example, if they did one bioweapon, why wouldn't they do another one? And as Steve says, they probably have 46 of them lined up right now to be released, each one timed for a specific purpose and a specific level of fear. And we have to be thinking again about the future and what's coming so that we can be uh, as prepared as possible. And really, I'm, I, I want to commend you guys. Uh, we're really talking about what's important now, which is what's coming so that we can begin to, to be prepared for it and to do battle. And it will be a kinetic battle that's coming. I'll kick it to you, Steve. Okay. Well, one of the things I think, if anybody looks at the Drudge Report today, you're seeing the literal call going out from both the Justice Department, DOJ <laughs> creating domestic terror unit, and then you go down to basically a couple stories about the Operation Guerrilla War exercise to be fought across North Carolina, counties, the army wars, and battling freedom fighters, okay? Now, what's interesting is the transition that's being made. And Gary, Mike, you know this. This is neuro-linguistic programming. Anybody that does not go along with the vaccine is a domestic terrorist. And I'm on a battle on my email right now with a gentleman. He listens to me, he listens to you, he listens to us. Well, this exercise has always gone on for the past 20 years. I don't agree with you. And I said, that was 20 years ago when you had a country. Nothing is the same. And that's what I think people have got to understand. I'm privy to some communiques, and they're interesting because the Secretary of Defense and Milley, who is a traitor, the constitutional definition of traitor is the head of the Joint Chief Staff under President Trump, basically warned the Chinese communists who were really at war with still about the plans to deal with China. Did you notice how everybody, the narrative just ceased there? But I think what is really critical is all Christians are being ordered out of the military. How that's happening is because they want Christians out, they want constitutionalists out, they want Second Amendment people out, they want Trump advisors out, voters. They want everybody that won't follow the orders when they're given to go out and take the guns away and blow the anti-vaxxers away. And, and Mike, you've heard me say this, and Gary, you've heard me say it too. They're not coming to take the guns away. They're coming to blow the gun owners away. And the late Greg Evenson even told me, remarkable man, that the documentation he saw on a term yard farming doesn't mean growing tulips in your front yard. That's the Air Force term for using Air Force planes. Well, I mean, maybe we've got a chance now because all the F-35s are compromised, but to basically take out literally groups of resistance. Now, this is where it's critical. The fact is that Dmitry Dudeman before, and we're talking 28 years ago, he saw Russia bombing the United States. He asked the angel, and he was a Romanian pastor, did not speak English. He asked the angel, how are the Russians going to attack the United States? Because the United States is so powerful. 
this is interesting, the angel told him that the Russians had discovered where all American nuclear weapons are basically stored. Today, today, the article breaks that the military gave away the locations of all the nuclear weapons, and that's on my website. So here's, here's the point. The other thing, according to Dmitry Dudeman's prophecy, is the fact that he made the statement that concurrent with that, or shortly before that, meaning the Russians uh, nuking the United States, that civil war would break out. And what's important for people that they've got to understand, I don't, I've heard Christians for the last 20 some years tell me, well, they don't believe that. Well, what do Christians believe? Because they're watching the country being given over. So I think, Gary, this gets right into the whole basis of your film, Amerigeddon, U.S. soldiers expose nuclear weapons secret via flashcard apps. And it, it's really critical that people understand this. The Russians right now have in excess of 150 hypersonic missiles. That means that they got stuff that moves faster than anything in the United States. The average throw weight on the warheads of uh, U.S. weaponry is about 1.2 megatons. So you, that's 20 times the strength. But the speed of hypersonic missiles that the Russians have demonstrated is astronomical. Even one of their hypersonic missiles called the Avangard goes 21,000 miles an hour. The fractional orbital bomb system of the Chinese goes 24,000 miles an hour. And in the last 72 hours, you guys, the Russians have demonstrated that they're able to take over the most sophisticated weapons communication and control platforms that either NATO or the United States possesses. So what I think is really important, we are on the point, in my opinion, and I don't know if it's days or weeks, but the Russians, after meeting with the Secretary of State, said they were stunned at the man's ignorance, that he couldn't talk intelligently, that he babbled like a baby. Did you see that, Mike? Yeah, I saw that. So uh, this is all I'll say right now and turn over to you guys, because the thing is, is that this is really getting hot. Remember, it was Senator Wicker, uh, if that's the right, I may have the guy, but a senator, U.S. senator said, well, we're going to nuke Russia. And then even Joey, I call Biden Joey, I call him the kangaroo kid. In, don't in Australia, they call kangaroos Joey's. They do, yeah. So jump around Joey. Yeah, <laughs> so he threatened Putin. And they're threatening Putin with uh, shutting him out of SWIFT system. That's the international wire transfer for funds between nations, between individuals. So the red lines that President Putin has put in place are actually being crossed. And I, I want to share something without going into detail, because there's some things I just can't say. That's not to be mysterious or na nanny nana, I know something. But what I'm telling you, the shots have already been fired in World War III between Russia, the United States, and NATO. And the American people are the last people to be told. And Russia has complete civil defense. And by the way, they are moving all of their uh, key scientists and individuals into their bomb shelters. So we're at a really deadly place. And maybe, Gary, you know, if the, the Lord gives us time, you should do the sequel to Amerigeddon and you could say Amerigon. We're just asking for trouble. And Mike, I know you and I have talked about this and you guys, you know, because you're two of, and this isn't flattery, but you're two of my very closest friends. The thing is, is that to try and get people to understand the level of danger, this isn't rhetoric, this isn't rumors of war. 
That's why Putin just moved all of his frontline battle helicopters into the border with Ukraine, and they are inside Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan is the oil-producing republic that used to belong in the Soviet Union, and also Russia's entire spaceport is in Kazakhstan. So I don't know how we can make it any plainer. And those 50%, Gary, they have a learning curve. What do you feel? Because you brought up that. And, and I'll let Mike, and, and please, I don't mean to dominate this, but Mike, tell me what you think is the ultimate flashpoint, if there is one. And then, Gary, tell what you think is the ultimate flashpoint, because I think, you know, it's like the old press photographers with the old flash bulb. Flash, flash, flash. All the flashpoints are going off because, again, it, we're a year down line from the last time we appeared with Sheila on her program a year ago. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Steve, I'm, I'm just, I thank God that we're all still here a year after la the show last, last <laughs> year. I'm not sure we're going to be next year. I mean, I, I hate to pile more doom on this, the three of us together, and it's like doom, gloom, and kaboom. I mean, <laughs> yep, yep, I, yep, very well stated. <laughs> I, I think, so anyway, but you know, I, I, I look at food systems and I see, I see global famine being engineered into the system. And we have to talk about economic collapse at some point as well. I mean, all, we're all successful business operators. We're all good at numbers, especially Gary. And uh, we can see the writing on the wall. But on the food system, understand that the, the shutdown of the fossil fuel infrastructure, uh, Biden shutting down pipelines in Germany, shutting down the Nord Stream 2 pipeline from, uh, from Russia into Germany and so on, this directly impacts fertilizer production because they use hydrocarbons from fossil fuels through the Haber equation to manufacture ammonia and urea that becomes fertilizer. So the crops of 2022 are going to be down sharply. We might see a global reduction of as much as 20% of the, of the food crops. And even last year, the crops were so bad that China is running around the world buying up everything to prevent mass starvation in the Chinese regime there. So they have their own problems. But we're going to face not only food inflation that is double digits, I mean, on the order of 15 to 20%, maybe even higher, but food scarcity. And then the only answer that Biden and the Federal Reserve can come up with is to print more money as if you can print food, but you can't print food. You know, they just want to print money and hand it out to everybody. And all of us know what that does. You have more dollars chasing fewer goods. You end up with more scarcity and more inflation. So they're putting us right on the path to starvation, inflation. I mean, we're going to be a country flooded with money where everybody's starving. That's where this is headed if we don't stop it. So I'll, I'll hand it over to you, Gary. You know, another thing that came out today, they interviewed the president of one of the Canadian trucking associations, and he said that uh, the enforcement of vaccines for the drivers was going to be uh, uh, in effect here in the next few days, and that the bulk of the $70 billion of goods and services that come across the Canadian-U.S. border are pretty much going to come to a halt because 30,000 truck drivers were going to quit rather than to get the vaccine. So you're going to have all that money chasing even fewer goods and services and, you know, with our number one trading partner. And, you know, when you think about all, all of this for a vax that doesn't vax, you know, pretty much all know that it doesn't keep you from getting it, right? So why would they destroy uh, the transportation system, the economy, thousands of millions of jobs for something that uh, that doesn't work? And and so 
the answer to that has to come from a different paradigm. You know, if we're thinking about left versus right, Republican versus uh, Democrat, things just just don't add up. They don't. It doesn't make sense. And so, what do you do? Well, you have to consider your your perspective, your worldview, your paradigm, and perhaps adjust it. And so now, Steve, I'm going to I'm going to answer your question uh, about the flashpoint. Right now, it's tempting to say that the Democrats are a bunch of idiots provoking Russia because they don't understand Russia's superiority militarily. You know, they have the hypersonic missiles; we don't. Uh, they have the the defense systems that will keep our missiles from from uh, affecting them. So. Why would they be provoking them? And, and I don't think you can say because they're stupid people. So let's shift our paradigm. What World War III is really about is the globalist plan to diminish the population, to diminish the economies of the world, especially the United States. You know, both Kissinger and Soros said that the only thing standing in the way of the new world order is a strong America. So diminishing us in all ways, population numbers, our ability to produce anything, the value of our dollar that's going to be destroyed, the indebtedness that we've taken on, the destruction of our army by mandating the vaccine and destroying morale. And and by the way, it isn't just the people leaving that refuse to take the vaccine. The ones that stay that have been vaxxed are going to be suffering from myocarditis and blood clots and cancer and all these other things. So all of this is by design. And the only way you can understand it is by making sure your your worldview and your paradigm are correct. This only benefits a few people that are globalists, that are Luciferians, that, that have an agenda and have had it for hundreds of years. You know, the Protocols of the Elders of Zion explains the three world wars. We've had two of them just as they predicted would happen. And World War III, just as they predict will happen, is, is on our doorstep right now. And they even said who the, the uh, forces against each other would align and, and how it would come about and, and to whose benefit and for what purpose. So it's not the Democrats that are setting us up to be attacked by Russia. It's the globalists. And the globalists control most of the Democrats, but unfortunately, they control most of the Republicans who are doing nothing to prevent us from from, uh, fomenting a war that we cannot win. And it's a carefully laid out plan. It has nothing to do with stupid people. It has everything to do with evil people. And we have to wake up and see the world as it really is. You know, Steve and, and Mike and Sheila, we have all been talking about the globalist. And, and now with Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset and the World Economic Forum and Davos, they're out there talking about you'll own nothing and be happy. And it's not that hard to see it now. They're, they're so confident that they're open and talking about it. You know, Steve, that reminds me, you and I had a conversation on an interview a while back. Uh, Why do they always tell us what they're going to do before they do it? And you and I kind of debated about it. My daughter pointed out something to me the other day that really answered that question. And this was what she said. She said, if we know they're going to do it and we allow it to happen, we become willing sacrifices. And the value of a sacrifice 
and they are sacrificing not just our babies, but the the people that are dying from the, the vax and everything else. The, these are human sacrifices to the God of Satan. And by telling us in advance what they're doing, we become those parents that bring their baby to Moloch to be burned alive. In their eyes, there's more value in a willing informed sacrifice than there are to just butchering ignorant people. Steve? I think that's well stated. And I think the original challenge was when Satan knew that he was going to have, in essence, a certain time to make war on the saints, and I believe that started already, that there comes a point, Gary, where he rubs, the devil rubs the noses of the people that are actively participating or participating in their own demise. And I think what your daughter said, I can't outdo that. God says in his word that his people, not the ignorant, not the Satanists, not their Luciferians, but his people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because they reject it. And Jesus said, if the salt loses its savor, it's henceforth good for nothing but to be trodden under the foot of man. And that means we become road mix. That's what they did in Roman times when salt was no good for anything any longer. It lost its ability, its saltiness, its savor, its ability to season. They threw it on the roads and it got trampled. In, in essence, that was their pavement. And I make the statement, the church that has lost its salt will become not only road mix, but road kill. You know, I'm talking about the road to heaven. And again, this is a spiritual issue, and it's being carried out in the physical. And I don't believe American Christians, especially churchianity, and by the way, Sheila, one of the best terms I think that I've ever used was jellyfishians, okay? Jellyfishians are Christians with no spine. Jellyfishianity is that which goes along with the world. And God's word said, friendship with the world is enmity with God. I don't believe that the majority of Christendom in the United States even believes there's a supernatural war. And based on Barna's studies and others, uh, his surveys, they certainly don't believe in hell. And they certainly don't believe that any longer Jesus is the only way to God the Father. So in saying all that, there is a perverted joy in telling someone this is how they're going to kill you. And that expression on the face of those who denied it is not only priceless, but unfortunately, it's eternal in its effect. And it's just like the fear of COVID. The fear drove more people to an injection, not a vaccination, but it would change the human DNA. And Sheila, Gary, you know this. I've spent the majority of my Christian life writing about this stuff, warning about this stuff, genetic Armageddon, so much so that Jesus said if he didn't shorten the days, there'd be no flesh left alive. And the human race is targeted for extinction. That's why the monsters that are, are injecting, and they're always making their next batch of vaccines deadlier. And, and when they're talking about injecting our kids, there goes the human race, there goes the ability to reproduce. And what Gary, you just said earlier, I mean, this is, this is the plan. Uh, it was the Masonic plan, three great world wars, uh, the protocols, all this stuff is in play right now. I want to interject something because there's a lot that was just said before I kick it back to Mike and then Gary, I think it's profound what you just said, Steve, that 
There's no political solution for a spiritual problem. Steve just said we're in a war. We're not fighting flesh and blood, but against these principalities and dark powers of the world. This Mark of the Beast tech that I wrote about in Technogeddon, Gary's covered stuff in Armageddon. Uh, I like Mike's Kaboomageddon. There's one. But these pukes in the pulpit, the neutered devils that we've said for years, the silence is deafening. Well, you know, Satan ubiquitously took over. I mean, Steve, these, as you just alluded to, the tele-evangelifishianity, Gary just mentioned Joe Rogan. Think about how insane it is when a pot-smoking atheist has done more for the truth this last year than these devils in the pulpit combined. And I'm being too nice, Steve. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, you give it, Sheila, whoever's next, because this is probably some of the most concentrated information that can ever be given. It's one thing to hear Gary or me or Mike alone, but this is this is a composite image of what's taking place. Go ahead. Uh, I think it's Mike's turn to say what his worst case scenario is. Well, yeah, I, I've got something to add to, to the spiritual aspect that both of you have been speaking about here, and I think it's really important. So one of the patterns that's been noticed is that in people who are close to suffering the fatal strokes or the fatal blood clots, they show a pattern of very strong personality changes first. And the more drastic the personality change, the more quickly they are killed by the side effects of the vaccine. And this has been noted by websites like the COVID blog, for example. And I've interviewed people about this topic. Now, there are two theories for this. One theory is that the spike protein is just breaking down the neurology and it's destroying higher brain function, causing people to collapse into their lower brainstem animalistic function, okay? But another theory, which gets to the spiritual side of this, is that there's something in the mRNA that is altering a person's defenses against demonic infestation, okay? And we don't know how all that works. Maybe you guys know, but if people lose their connection to God, they lose the shield, you know, God's armor. They lose the armor that, that blocks the demonic infestation or possession. And there, there are comments from people who've taken this vaccine and they've said almost immediately, oh my God, I feel like I've lost my connection to God, or I feel like I've lost my connection to my soul. It's a common experience that, that people are saying. There's something alien in the greater sense of the term, you know, non-normal non human that is in these vaccines that is changing people's neurology, their personality, and perhaps theoretically making them more open to uh, demonic infestations. I just wanted to add that layer there, but uh, go ahead, whoever, whoever wants to take that. Yeah, I'll jump in. The nanotechnology that is in the injection, the scientist that developed this uh, was arrested, uh, not arrested, he was convicted of six charges. Uh, uh, spent a week or two, uh, all of you guys are aware of it. Uh, he was the head of chemistry at Harvard, and he had given all of this nanotechnology to the Chinese for a fee, of course. And uh, so he's now in jail and he's going to be there a long time. The nanotechnology is fascinating because he created nanocapsules that can contain cargo and deliver payload. We know that part of the payload now is the mRNA that influences the production of spike proteins. But we don't know the other payload that, that could have been placed in these nanocapsules. We know that the nanotechnology 
works as a much like an antenna system to receive frequencies affiliated with the 5G spectrum. And so all of this is there and we're just, we know it's there, but we hadn't quite put all the puzzle pieces together. And, and it's so advanced that some people believe that, that it may be alien technology that, that he was, had access to to develop this. But all of these billions of people that have been ejected with nanoparticles and nanocapsules that contain payload, in that payload, uh, in the receiving capability of, of this material, we can assume, uh, based on his patents, he had about 50 patents all around this information. And if you read all of his patents, and I don't know, Mike, you have, there was an interface, a neurological interface, that this antenna system was developed for. And so they have the ability, using frequencies, to program us, program a neurology to be receptive to whatever it is they're trying to, to do. And any of that can influence our spiritual relationship, uh, not to mention the change in our DNA, not RNA, but our DNA. And there's lots of evidence that the RNA can actually alter the human DNA. And once you're no longer who you are, because your DNA has been altered, you're no longer human. And it, a non-human loses the capacity, uh, I believe, in having a connection with their creator, God. So, and there's no denying, I think everybody needs to peruse the 50 or so patents that this former head of chemistry at Harvard was convicted for transferring to, to get a feel for what's in there. And as you know, under the Nuremberg Code, we're not supposed to be injected with something that we aren't informed about, even informed to an average intelligence level. Uh, that's part of the Nuremberg Code that explains that. And of course, you see that the World Health Organization is trying to get rid of the Nuremberg Code. And, and again, none of this happens by accident. There's, there's certainly a reason for it. I wanted to add one more thing. When they approved the, 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 this injection for five to 11-year-olds, uh, I really got upset about it. I was on uh, OAN News, and I explained why you don't. it's not a good decision to eject your kids. And I explained it from a CEO perspective based on risk benefit as opposed to a medical perspective. And it's a real simple explanation. Why would you inject a five to 11 year old uh, with an experimental inoculation? Well, number one, it's not needed. The chances of a child in America dying of, of, of COVID was two out of a million. They just don't need it. Number two, it didn't work. Uh, we now know, and we knew a few weeks ago when they approved this, that, that um, it didn't keep from getting COVID and keep you from transmitting it. So there's no reason to, to do it because uh, you don't need, it doesn't work. Uh, but the third reason was the biggest, and is it, it ain't safe. The rates of myocarditis and pericarditis and, and blood clots in children and, and all these other things, from the minimal amount of testing, I think there were 2,200 children in the subject case, was, which is nothing. So it's just a huge risk with no benefit, and yet it was being pushed upon us. Uh, I went to my church that Sunday and asked the pastor if I could speak for a few minutes. He a, has a science background. He's a veterinarian, and he kind of reluctantly let me speak. And, and, I, and I told the audience, look, guys, you guys are going to be asked to, to make a decision in these coming weeks to vaccinate your kids. And, and I'm going to tell you why I think it's a bad idea. In the corner of my eye, I could see the pastor getting visibly upset. And so I pushed on, and I, and I gave that simple three-point explanation. And I, and I asked the group, uh, there were 100 people in church that day, I said, how many believe this vaccine keeps you from getting COVID? Five hands went up out of 100, including the pastor. How many believe it's going to not uh, keep you from transmitting it? 
same five hens. How many you believe it's safe? Same five hens. 95% of the people in the room knew that this thing didn't work and believed that it wasn't safe. So this was in a church and the pastor was so upset at me that he actually stood up when I wasn't finished speaking and tried to distract the audience to keep me from finishing what I was doing. The reason I bring this up is that in the churches, you know, and, and I've watched all of these these TV evangelists and uh, Franklin Graham and, and all the, and by the way, Franklin Graham, who's this huge promoter of the injection, gets myocarditis and almost dies. And he was on TV this last week out there cheering on this, this stupid injection that almost killed him. The blindness in the churches is extraordinary. And, you know, this is this the, where the goats and the sheep are being separated. This is where people are either going to pursue the truth and trust their faith in God to protect them and alleviate the fear that would otherwise terrorize them into complying with institutions that that are no longer worthy of our trust. You just said it, the thing about the public faith, the loss of faith in all of these institutions, this is the, the bigger picture that we've all alluded to here is that by the time this is all done, and as Gary just said, like 95% of the congregation of the church, will they ever have faith in mainstream medicine again? Probably not. Or will they ever have faith in the CDC or the media or the vaccine manufacturers? Probably not. So we have to ask ourselves the question, why are these institutions willing to commit credibility suicide in their desperation to get people injected? And I think the answer is they know this is the end game. They know that America as we know it will be over if they achieve their goals. They will kill off enough people. They will destroy the the country. There won't be accountability to their crimes against humanity because they will have successfully killed most of the people who would have otherwise risen up and marched against them. Remember, dead people don't march against the government. Dead people don't sue big pharma. So the more lethal they can make this whole system, the more quickly they can succeed. And that's why they're in this mad rush to get it done, kill as many people as possible before the mass awakening takes place, even in the churches or in the corporations or, you know, just in independent media. That's why they're in a hurry. They don't care that they're committing suicide. It's an end game play. So, Steve, what what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think the end game is in play. I think there is an end to their game, and it is, if Jesus didn't shorten the days, as the word of God states, there'd be no flesh left alive. And Gary, I would have loved to have been in that meeting with you and the pastor, because I've been yelling, amen, brother, Gary, go for it. People (laughs) have got to come. I would, really. But here's the thing, Mike, the bottom line, and we got to keep hitting this, is the extinction of the human race. And I was so disappointed in Franklin Graham because very few people could put together. The guy never had a situation of heart issues until after he took the vaccine. As God's word states clearly, his people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And I think it's critical that we deal with the uh, idea of the pulpits used to be the bastions of truth in America. They used to hold the word of God out as a standard of behavior expectations, and uh, acknowledging who gave us the blessing. What's troubling me, and this is really troubling me, is all of the United States' defenses are pretty much no longer functional, yet the entire military is being trained to go out and make war on anybody who's a resistor. When Sheila, you heard me say this, 
years ago, I said before, God allows Russia, and this is important because Russia is ready to strike the United States in a first strike. And this is different than Cuban Missile Crisis. I grew up through the Cuban Missile Crisis. And from that point on, after, after I turned probably, I don't know, 18, I had an interest in civil defense. The United States has no civilian defense, and we have a civilian offense department. And the thing is, is that offense, people don't get this, that the clergy response teams, which are the churches, are going to lead their parishioners, or their, whatever you call members of the church, to the concentration camps. And that's a clergy response team, and they themselves will eat. And I want to make it clear to everybody, the devil makes all the promises in the world that he won't fulfill. Sure, he'll give people temporary success, like the movie stars and etc. But the biggest thing that concerns me is the electromagnetic attenuation, in other words, the bombardment of specific frequencies that will initiate such extreme changes in the human genome. And, and in ancient times, you guys, in ancient history, you know, ancient civilizations, I've been writing about it for a lot of years, it's hybrids. And that's called genetic corruption. Uh, maybe we've got corrupt again now, okay? But the point is, is unacceptable in God's eyes. And, and I have a question I can't answer. The war in the, in the first year of CB19 and the amount of people, it was, is this the mark of the beast? Is it the technology of the beast? Then it evolved into, if you take the vaccination, are you damned? As in eternally separated from God. There's two camps. Well, what happens when a person's stupid? Well, God already answers that question. His people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And now we've got the situation where the war that is being brewed, and by the way, I'm on record saying it'll be over within hours. Obviously, the United States is going to be zapped. Our internal military and the defense of the United States is in shambles. We've got the most dangerous world situation. And with no ability to back it up, ultimate deception, lying spirits through Joey the kangaroo kid uh, and, and Silly Millie, and uh, Austin, I don't know where that guy came from, but I have my uh, suspicions, are all making war on the believers. Here's the thing, you guys. Anybody who's telling the truth is going to be vilified. The identification, vilification, and nullification, meaning we're being, the anti-vaxxers are being put into the same position as Jews were. I made this statement, the vaccine passport is America's yellow star moment. When you see the, the nation of Israel, what on, they're on their fourth vaccine. There are guys who have actually postulated in four years, anybody who's taken the fourth booster, whatever, in Israel is probably going to be dead. That makes perfect sense because the idea is the Antichrist is waiting in the wings. Antichrist means that he who takes the position of Jesus Christ. You can't get away from the biblical context of all that's happening. You got all Steve. the four horsemen of the apocalypse writing at the same time. Israel won't survive this for another decade because of the die-off from the vaccine. Yep. Israel yep. will be gone. Yep. yep. So I'm sorry uh, to interrupt. I, I want to throw this in there. This is really important. You mentioned something interesting. You And I postulate this in Technogeddon. And by the way, I love it. Technogeddon, Amerigeddon, Corruptageddon. NASA hires 24 theologians to study human reaction to aliens. I mean, again, you cannot make this stuff up. They always have these benevolent overlords. You and I and Tom Horn did a show years ago called Satan as Savior. Are they setting us up for like an Arthur C. Clarke childhood end? Because Steve, 
again, like I said in the beginning, everybody's getting raptured out of here next Wednesday. So there's nothing to see here. And it's crickets. Gary mentioned something incredibly important. The Canadian border situation today. I interviewed a trucker this morning at eight o'clock. Gary, I think it might be the, the head of the Canadian Trucking Association. My dad, by the way, was a trucker my whole life. Shout out to the truckers. But they are not taking this vaccine. And, you know, we see the evergreen, the Suez Canal jam up the pileups. Mike, you covered this stuff. This, you know, mandate at the U.S. border could really worsen supply chain issues already. You know, oh, we can't even get basic food in China with our fear, like he's decreeing stuff like Mussolini. Mike, you've covered this. Steve, you have the headlines. Gary, you mentioned it. I'll give you each about, we got about 10 minutes left of the program. Take it away. I'm going to volley it back to whoever wants to go. And then we'll, uh, we'll do about a three minute wrap up. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll wrap this up in, in three minutes, but uh, f- uh, food scarcity is being engineered. And so it's not only the United Nations, the WHO telling people you're going to have to eat crickets, but it's that food's going to be, food scarcity is going to be weaponized to drive people into the camps so that they can be controlled there. And you're going to be force vaccinated in the camps and you'll have to give up your firearms. So don't forget that gun confiscation is part of this, but they have to create the crisis. They know that most people don't grow any significant portion of their own food. Most people don't have storable food. A lot of people don't even know how to, to grow food you know, which is crazy. The agrarian society history uh, of the United States and many other countries, everybody knew how to grow something. At least you wouldn't starve to death, but today that's not the case. So uh, food scarcity, as I said, is going to be weaponized, but also food prices will continue to rise and this will create desperation. People will be begging for more and more bailouts. So they'll have more and more money printing, but every time they print stimulus money, they encourage people to not work. And guess who ends up not working? People who work at the meat plants or the grocery stores or the food distribution centers or the trucking. So you end up with a logistics and supply chain collapse, and that is coming by design. So I tell people, if you don't have a year's worth of storable food at minimum and an ability to start growing a significant portion of your own diet or, you know, harvesting it from your land or maybe, you know, hunting deer or whatever at the same time to augment your stored food, if you don't have that system in place, you will be controlled. You will be enslaved by the globalists because when you're hungry enough, you will give up your gold, your guns, your house, your land, your, your sovereignty, and even your children. You yeah. will hand over your children to the vaccine injections or worse. So if you don't have food security yourself, you are begging to be enslaved and controlled under engineered food scarcity. Never forget that, folks. Steve? Well, I want to echo the food and water situation because even today, the governor of what is it, one of the Nebraska or I forget the state, they want to take, you know, spend $500 million to take water from the Colorado River. Six months ago or eight months ago, I flew the Colorado River, flew the Grand Canyon, and I flew the tributaries, Lake Powell, and all that stuff. I can tell you guys, it's at record low, Lake Mead. So the water wars have already started. The drought, which is a mega drought, and drought leads to famine. Famine leads to pestilence. Pestilence of famine and drought lead to death. I would say this, and this is critical, that with Henry Kissinger's famous statement that basically with food, they control the people, and with oil, they control the world, my sources, you guys, are telling me the uh, fuel that will be available, it will be $10 to $15 a gallon, most likely by June. The liquid natural gas that was en route to China, 
got rerouted to Europe because the Europeans outbid the Chinese on all the LNG, liquid natural gas. President Putin's in a position, and he's already cut off the flow of energy into Western Europe. And I've never seen the self-destruction. Now, I get asked, why would these nations do stuff that's going to end up killing off their people? That's the bottom line, you guys. It is the world decimation and annihilation. I'm not pulling any punches, not that I ever have, but annihilation of the human race. The zombification, and kudos to you, Mike, for that. The articulate ability of Gary Haven to put it into the correct paradigm. But at the end of the day, this is what I want people to understand. There is no linear war against them. It's a spherical war against us all. It's coming from all directions. And the whole point is to destroy mankind. Promises of the devil through all of the prison camps and everything else. People go in there. They're not coming out. The point is to destroy humanity. And so, you know, what are you going to get? A bottle of water and an MRE? For how long? Meal ready to eat, a military meal. This is critical for people to understand. Food is a weapon. And all great famines are produced by inclement weather. In this day and age, it is geoengineering and weather wars. Just look at the uh, Northeast right now, 45 degrees below zero in some areas. Or look at British Columbia, one of the hottest places in the world, what, uh, three or four months ago, even beating Death Valley uh, in California out of the hottest place in the world. So what we're seeing right now is the engineered collapse of the ability of the people on earth to feed themselves, except with one group. Russia's got record crops, Russia's got record wheat production, and Russia owns, called Lake Bacall, 25% of the world's fresh water comes out of there. You control the water, you control life and death. You control food, you control life and death. You have the world's most sophisticated electronic weapon system. Somebody said, well, I don't believe that. Well, then how come even the kangaroo kid, Joey, the, his appointee to the uh, cybersecurity command, he said, I'm not taking that job. The Russians and the Chinese are 20 years ahead. You can't play catch up for 20 years. And I, at this point, at the time of uh, you know the shared podcast, God bless you, Gary. God bless you, Mike. And thank you, Sheila, for putting it together. The point is, is that I believe that we are on the verge of World War III. Not a rumor of World War III, but the bottom line is, is that the globalists want the United States taken away. And at the point the first nuclear weapon hits New York, Washington, D.C. And by the way, Washington, D.C. is the number one target. And that's been made very, very clear that if the United States and NATO continue their push into the Ukraine, into the disruption in Kazakhstan, President Putin has made the statement that the United States and all its targets are fair game. And today, I just want you guys to know this, and because you, you, know, you get them, and Sheila, if you don't, I'll send it to you after the show. But the private briefing is all about the 10 first strike targets. And it's basically Washington, New York, and then all the continuity of government and the military command posts and the military missile launchers. And I don't know that, but somebody who knows it told me. So I believe that we are in the perilous times. I believe we are on the verge of something that will transform the world forever. And I believe starvation is the order of the day. And I see it all coming together at once. Notice this, guys. Trucking strikes, empty shelves. 
Notice this, the word that we used to be able to have is you could go into a grocery store and have selection. Now you, you're, you're blessed if you go into a grocery store and they have anything, but you control the food, you control the people, you kill the food, you kill the people. And I think that everybody needs a baptism in reality and a cold bucket of water over their head and basically to shock them into the reality of how late it is in the game. Gary? Well, you're tough to follow, Steve. Um, you know, when you see a design, you, you have to make the assumption there's a designer. And uh, there are people behind the curtain that have a plan, they're executing it, and uh, they even tell us about it. So we, 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 we have to deal with reality as uncomfortable as it may be. So I'll close with just a couple of thoughts. Uh, there are some things you can do in addition to, to what Mike uh, didn't just talk about, what Mike lives and breathes and has been teaching for years. And Steve, you were the originator of, of prepping 30 years ago. Uh, uh, there's something I'm doing in my community. Uh, this Thursday night, uh, I've reached out to all the like-minded people and ask them to meet me uh, to form a community. And uh, I've been thinking about this a long time, but uh, Dr. McCullough uh, at drmccullough.com had an interview with Pam Popper, uh, who, who has founded an organization called, uh, 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 to, I don't know what it's called, to be free, uh, make, make America free again. And, uh, I would suggest reading your article it had great ideas about how to form uh, a community uh, with like-minded people in your area, because that's where our power comes from. It's in, in the numbers. And also it, it, it helps you to understand that you're not crazy. You know, there are other people that see what's going on. And so for us to come together on a regular basis and to share ideas and communicate, support each other, including building a network that will survive what's coming. Uh, is an important action that you can take right now. So I would suggest you guys uh, that are listening to this uh, would, would form those communities and, and do it quickly because uh, the time right now is limited. The other thing that I've been doing is, is I'm, I'm on the board of the uh, uh, Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association with Sheriff Mack. And so we've been traveling all over the country speaking to sheriffs because in America, sheriffs, have the are the highest authority in law enforcement and and higher than homeland security higher than the fbi and by waking sheriffs up to to their authority uh and the responsibility because what's coming is going to depend on local defense local people organizing my sheriff here in my county is is a leader in the organization and he is, is preparing to deputize dozens of people. Eventually, uh, when trouble really comes, uh, all of the gun owners in the county so that we can stand against the feds when they come here to force vax the kids or take our weapons or whatever it is. He will stand against them and he has the authority under the Constitution to do it. So reach out to your sheriffs and let them know that you would like them to recognize their constitutional rights so that they can be the men and the women that will stand against what's coming and support the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. So let me close on one last positive thought. And 
that is that Jesus is coming. You know, the Bible says that if he didn't come, that no men would be alive. I believe that those of us that trust Jesus and listen to the truth and pursue the truth and are bold about sharing it will be and prepare, will be a, much more likely to be a, among those men and women that, that are here to see Jesus return. You know, I, I used to be a, a pre-trib guy, and I got to tell you, I'm not anymore. I believe that we are going to have to, to be the men and women that God uses to stand against this enemy. Steve, I'm so proud of you and Mike and Sheila to be among that group. We are risking our very lives uh, at this time, but what an honor to be that useful to an almighty loving God. And it's in him that we have our courage and our faith and our hope. And at the end of the day, uh, that's all that matters. And uh, that is the good news that we should end this on. Amen, Pastor Gary from the Lone Star State. And that's true. Even though our culture is racing toward incredibly horrific things, folks, God has shown us that in the end, we win. For those who have placed their hope in, as Gary just said, Jesus, there will be a loving father to lead us into the promised land of heaven. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come unto us unto the Father, but by me, John 14, 6. And undoubtedly, as you've heard the gentleman say, there's going to be some of you that have listened to the show today, and you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior. We're not promised tomorrow. Maybe you're backslidden, or if you're listening tonight, you know, you say, well, they did the doom, gloom, and kaboom. Well, listen up. Fortunately, the choice is yours to make. And as Gary said, it's ending on a good note because... The Lord wants human beings, as Steve wrote in um, What Happens When We No Longer Become Human. You know, is there a 5G kill switch? Is there something else? Does it take away, as Mike said, your desire for God? We are racing towards incredible circumstances. But listen, God wants us to be pure, pure blood, pure blood and staying that way. I mean, they just said the genocidal, gene-altering, mRNA, these bioweapons, folks, When you get them, it changes you into something other than human, and humans have salvation. So on the good note, on the end, and of course, Gary, we're going to be given a big package out with some Steve Quayle books and some Mike Adams Health Ranger, a protocol that I, I love that people can get on. But it's my hope that you're going to choose a path of life through our Redeemer. That's really important because it says, Matthew 25, 21, well done, good and faithful servant, not where it says Jesus said, get away from me. I never knew you. So folks, there's a lateness of the hour. We have to make a decision. Uh, One minute uh, for anything you wanted to uh, promote or anything else. You all have one minute. Well, well, Sheila, I would just like to mention on behalf of a lot of other hosts, we've launched two platforms, brighton.tv and brightownradio.com. We've got dozens of hosts with shows Monday through Friday every day, free to watch, amazing people, you know, including Sheriff Mack and others who are doing those shows. If, uh, thanks for letting me put that out there. But that's where people can stay informed. That's, that's the real media now. You know, versus Fox News or certainly CNN. Just just go to brighton.tv. Brighton on TV. You've got Steve Quell's information there. Uh, his amazing book, Jesus, the Premise for the Promise, is up there. I see too. Thanks, Jared and Spencer. Amira uh, Geddon. And by the way, 
I'm going to give out uh, two big packages today for anybody who wants to name the second movie of Gary Haven, right? You're doing Amerigeddon 2, right, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, Amerigeddon was my third movie. Okay, I have a title suggestion. Uh, okay. Amerigeddon it on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or uh, <laughs> or um, America, America getting it done. How about that? <laughs> oh man, we uh, we have to end on a comical note, folks. Oh, speaking of, I will also throw in the new revised colloquialisms. Steve, you've got an incredible new movie called What? Uh, I was gonna say Waterworld. I think that's Kevin Costner and T Boone Pickens. Uh, some of you will get that. It's called Mega Drought. The Annihilation of the Human Race Accelerates. Better get it. It could be your last one, right, Steve? It is my last. In Mega Drought, it's 60 minutes, and it is so well done that I'm flabbergasted at how well it came out. And I got to tell you, the fingerprints of the living God are all over this because the last uh, 30 days of post-production, I was sicker. I was out of the picture. And what was fascinating to me is it was so timely, even to the India-Chinese border dispute, which, by the way, will turn nuclear very soon. It's, I would say, the encapsulation of the book of Revelation, Matthew 24, Luke 21, but it gives the hope of Jesus. There's nothing more important to give people than the hope. And I asked the Lord one time, and I said, Lord, I don't have any hope. And that was an honest statement. He said, you don't understand what hope is. And hope is his, meaning Jesus, overcoming power every day. It's not an experience from 30 years ago when you're baptized as a baby. We need that touch of the Lord Jesus in our life every day. Because Jesus himself said, this is how I want you to pray. When the disciples asked him, how do we pray? They thank God for give us this day our daily bread. And ladies and gentlemen, that statement is going to become so important. Because if you don't prepare, and I'm sorry to say this, you're going to die. And the thing is, God will do the impossible, but if people believe they sit in their lazy boy chair, I have another name for it, but we'll just call it lazy boy chair, <laughs> watching Christian TV, promising Jesus is going to come tomorrow, Jesus is going to come tomorrow, and somebody's going to knock on the door and say, well, could that be the Lord? They go to the door and kaboom! Well, if they knew the Lord, they're with him at that point. If they didn't, they made the wrong choice on what they did with their time and who they should have been seeking at all that time. Jesus is the only hope, and God's wisdom, which we're told to appropriate, and ask of the Lord, and he won't hold back. God's not a tightwad in wisdom. It's just people who think they know everything don't want to call on God for his wisdom because they know better. They don't. We are at the crisis, the crossroads. We are at ground zero. The pin's been pulled. That means that things are ready to go. So, ladies and gentlemen, only Jesus can tell you the time, but I can tell you this that most people will not acknowledge the lateness of the hour and they will be taken away by the events of the hour. Gary, God bless you, my brother. Mike, God bless you. Thank you for what you guys do. Sheila, thank you for bringing us all together. Well, thank you, Sheila. Our, our pleasure. Thank you, guys. thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Wow, folks, isn't that incredible? Well, here it is. It is Amerigeddon. You have to get this movie co-produced by Chuck Norris's son, the amazing Mike Norris. Gary has other videos too. So listen, I want to give you some exciting news. There is a lot of junk floating around out there. I mean, I've been taking a lot of vitamins. I take D3 all the time. I take zinc. But I love the black seed cumin oil. 
You know what? And I've shopped around over the years for health products. And I'm going to tell you something right now. This stuff is incredible. I think this actually cures everything except death. Oh, yeah. We're not allowed to say cure. So go get Sheila's Ultimate COVID Buster Immunity Protocol. You have to have it, folks. These are all products that normally, if you bought separately, they would cost you hundreds of dollars. Well, Mike Adams is graciously, for the show special only, we've put up a Sheila's Immunity Protocol. You should see it in the store the next few days. Keep a lookout for that and use That's for Friends and Family. So that is listeners of Sheila's Linsky. Go and put in promo code, coupon code, Sheila, easy, code Sheila, at checkout. And I'm going to tell you something. You're going to be amazed at this product. You know what I love about Mike Adams' products, folks, is that they're not made in China. We're all, hey, go into your health food store, and I bet you 94% of the, the stuff in there is junk, and they charge you an arm and a leg for it. So jump on over there to brighton.store and get the Sheila Protocol. And lastly, there's no Friday report. Uh, every Friday I do the Sheila Zlinski report, but I've got to get prepped for my yearly School of Deliverance Spiritual Warfare 201. And I believe it is, uh, I think it's sold out anyway, but make sure you sign up for the next one. Go to SheilaZlinski.com and click on the training tab. Hey, listen, guys, don't just eat the meat of this work that we did here today, guys. Make sure that you share this video, it's really, it's incredible information and people need to hear it probably several times. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to listen to it a second time round. There's so much powerful information in this show. And the message is a powerful one today. So make sure you share it, like and share it all over social media. Make sure you guys all get it up over there before it's news as well. Let's get some numbers going on this video. We'll see you real soon, everyone. Thanks for listening. God bless you.